Now, we have been speaking about how to receive from God. Remember, what have we learned? First of all, we don't receive from God because of what we did. We receive from God because of what He does, because of who He is. He is love. We said when we want to receive of that love, we ask for mercy. And the mercy of God has a name, and it's called Jesus Christ. So Jesus said, when you want to pray, ask in my name. Uh, we are not amplifying what it means to ask in the name of Jesus. We have established the fact that asking in the name of Jesus is not just about muttering words. It is about having something in our heart that shows really what we are saying. We looked at the example of seven young men, sons of one Jewish priest called Skiva, and these boys were exorcists. That is, they used to cast out demons by different methods. They found that Paul was very effective in that ministry of casting out of demons. So they said, let's learn the method of Paul. What was the method of Paul? Paul used to utter the name Jesus Christ over the people that were demon-possessed. So they tried it. And we read that story from the book of Acts chapter 19. When they tried it, they got into trouble. Because the evil spirit answered them through the mouth of the person that was possessed. He said, Jesus, I recognize. And I know about Paul. But who are you? These boys were nobodies in the realm of the spirit. And last time I explained what it means to be somebody in the realm of the spirit. When you are somebody, you can utter the name of Jesus. You utter the name of Jesus and it gets results both with God and even amongst evil spirits. You can rebuke witches for those who are afraid of them. You can rebuke the devil. You can rebuke any evil thing in the realm of the spirit if you are somebody. What does it mean to be somebody? It does not mean that I have given a lot of arms. We saw that Cornelius, he gave a lot of arms, but the angels, even though they saw his heart, they said, you still have not yet attained, you have not yet attained the understanding of righteousness. It's not the righteousness of your works, it is the righteousness of God. It's not the righteousness of your father, my father is a bishop, my parents saved God. No, it is the righteousness of God, which is by faith. If somebody believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, Paul said, herein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So, if we are going to be, be people that can use the name of Jesus, we must attain to righteousness. That's number one thing about the name of Jesus. It is used only by those who truly have believed, who truly have committed their lives in repentance to God and following the Lord Jesus Christ as, as disciples. Next thing about the name of Jesus which we explain is what actually that name means. You will see that a name is not just the sound. It is what it represents. What does the name of Jesus mean? It means everything that the Lord Jesus Christ did for us on the earth. Who is the Lord Jesus? I explained something the other time, that he is a personification of the mercy of God. Jesus represents the antidote to the sins of the world. In the book of John chapter 1, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That is, Jesus is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So if I'm coming to God and I alter the name Jesus, I am saying that my sins have been taken away. The ancestral curses have been removed. Nothing can stop me from receiving my breakthrough. Nothing can stop me from receiving my blessing from God. Who is the Lord Jesus? The Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That is, the Lord Jesus is the Word of God. The Lord Jesus is the summary of all the promises that God ever uttered for mankind. In the beginning, God said that the seed shall bruise the head. He was speaking to the serpent. That is, Jesus is the seed that bruises the head of the serpent. That is, Jesus is the platform upon which I overcome Satan. Jesus is the reason why I have overcome the world. He said, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No one comes to the Father except by me. So when I utter the name Jesus, I am saying this is the way to God. I am saying that this is the light of the world. I am saying that anything that will ever attain in life, it will be because of the illumination that this Jesus brings into my life. I don't just use the word Jesus, all right, as a mantra. I don't just use it as a chant. When I say it, I know what it means. I am saying this is a person that overcame the world. He said, all authorities have been given unto me in heaven and on earth and even below the earth. That is, all powers belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. So anytime I utter the name Jesus, this is what I have in my mind. Now, very importantly for me to emphasize in this series of teachings on, on how to receive from God, I need to emphasize the fact that it is based upon all these things I have mentioned that God gives to people. Let me say that again. It is because Jesus died for your sins that you can approach to God. It is because Jesus paid so that the promises of God will be effective. He said no covenant is effective except there is the death of the testator. Jesus is the one who died to make the covenant of God effective. Do you understand what I'm going to explain here? It's very important we get that point. It is upon these things that God answers my prayers. What does it mean to pray in the name of Jesus? It means that when I come, I recognize the basis upon which God is answering me. Let me say this again, which we began with. I do not come saying, because I have given, God will give to me. There is something that is very common in Christianity, and many people hearing it now will be shocked to hear this, and a, a good number will actually disagree because they have practiced the opposite for a very long time. They say it like this, and I want to tell you ahead of time, it is not a true statement. They say the reason why God prospers you is because you give. And the answer is not true. It's clearly stated in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8. He said, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. The reason why you become rich is because poverty is a curse. And at the beginning, God placed a curse upon the earth because of the sin of mankind. And sometimes people amplify those curses in their own lives so that poverty becomes their portion. And it's very common, very, very prominent in Africa. You understand? You see the heart of men, the way it relates. You know that poverty is a curse upon these people. But, listen to this, how do I wipe away the curse of poverty? It is the same way. The foundation is the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. The foundation is the cleansing power of his blood. And it is written in black and white. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even though he was rich, yet for your sake and my sake, I must not forget to emphasize that I need it also, he became poor that you and I, through his poverty, might become rich. The reason why God will prosper you in life is because you have faith in these words. Are you getting what I'm going to say? You say, what about giving? Listen, Christians are givers. Christians are givers. If you are not a giver, you have not believed or you are walking in sin. It's one of two things. There's no other way. If you are not a giver, it is because you are afraid of tomorrow and the blessing of God cannot come into your life because of the fear you have of tomorrow. If you are not a giver, it is because you don't understand what the nature of God represents. Christians are givers. However, the primary reason why God prospers Christians is because Jesus died so that they might prosper. I pray you believe this. I went to preach somewhere the other day. A young lady, very young lady, a teenager, you understand, in her late teens. Her mother spoke to me later. She said, thank God you came. My daughter was delivered. Now listen to this. He said, the young lady came to the mother and said, thank God for this message. Thank God for this man of God. 
for the things that he preached. He said before that, they used to tell them, very common to this Christianity, you go to church, sow a seed for your future. And people will be putting money for their future. It is not right, it does not work. All this seed you are putting in the offering basket for your future will not buy you a great future. What buys you a great future is that Jesus died for you and you recognize it and you continue to walk in his righteousness. That is what buys you a great future. Every Christian is a giver. Are you getting my point? You must be a giver. There is no special future blessing attached to the fact that you are giving money. So this young woman, when she heard me preach that, they said before that, heavily to money. There are times this young girl was in school. She will go hungry. She wants to sow a seed for her future. What does it mean sowing a seed for her future? Collect her, uh, her uh, feeding money, put it together on Sunday, drop it in an offering basket. That is not the seed for her future. The seed for her future is for her to understand what Jesus did for her. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Yeah, very important. What stimulates the heart of God is faith. Let me say something to you. Anything you are doing for God so you can get from him does not amount to anything. It's a dead seed while you are planting it. If you don't have faith in what he said he will do for you, plant the seed from now till tomorrow. It will not beget anything. Christians do good works because God pours the spirit of Christ into them and they recognize good deeds and they know how to do them. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of this and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosemons at gmail.com and do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening and may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.